Dads and ladies, welcome to the Junior Classics. Hi there, I'm Sir Bradley Hassey, a teller of borrowed tales. Join me as I share stories of courage, adventure, and wonder. But don't take my word for it. You can find out for yourself on today's Junior Classic. Good day, Junior Scholars. My name is Sir Bradley Hassey, guardian of the written word and your guide through the Junior Classics. Our mission is to preserve the knowledge in the classics before it is lost forever and inspire children and families with a love of good reading and a lasting interest in Western literature, history, and scholarship. If this is your first time listening, thank you for being here. And a very special thank you to my loyal junior scholars who listen each and every week. Last week, we enjoyed a true classic, Cinderella. If you didn't get a chance to listen, I encourage you to do so. This week, we have another popular classic, Little Red Riding Hood by Charles Perrault. Charles Perrault lived during the 1600s in France, and he helped lay the foundation for what would become the fairy tale. He used pre-existing folktales as inspiration for stories such as Cinderella, Puss in Boots, and Little Red Riding Hood. The Brothers Grimm were greatly influenced by him 100 years later. The story of Little Red Riding Hood has numerous versions and has changed considerably over time. Today's Junior Classic is the very first known version by Charles Perrault. It is presumed that the original version was written and performed for the court of King Louis XIV. But before we get to the show, lost and found words. We just have one today, and it's actually a phrase. It is doted on. To be doted on means to be admired, cherished, adored, or treasured. Now, on to the show. I want you to imagine you are old enough that your parents trust you to deliver a package to someone across town. This will be your first time being trusted with such a task, and the furthest you have traveled from home on your own. Before you depart, your mother gives you specific and special instructions. She says, do not talk to strangers along the way and do not stray from the directions she has given you. This is the situation Little Red Riding Hood finds herself in when her mother sends her to deliver some food to her grandmother in the next village. Let's see how it goes. Little Red Riding Hood by Charles Perrault Once upon a time, there lived in a certain village a little country girl the prettiest creature ever seen. Her mother was very fond of her, and her grandmother doted on her still more. This good woman had made for her a little red riding hood, which became the girl so well that everybody called her Little Red Riding Hood. One day her mother, having made some custards, said to her, Go, my dear, and see how thy grandmama does, for I hear she has been very ill. Carry her a custard and this little pot of butter. Little Red Riding Hood set out immediately to go to her grandmother, who lived in another village. As she was going through the wood, she met with Gaffer Wolf, who had a very great mind to eat her up, but he durst not. 
because of some woodcutters hard by in the forest. He asked her whither she was going. The poor child, who did not know that it was so dangerous to stop and listen to a wolf, said to him, I'm going to see my grandmama and carry her a custard and a little pot of butter from my mama. Does she live far off? Oh, yes. It is beyond that mill you see there, at the first house in the village. Well, I'll go and see her, too. I'll go this way, and you go that. And we shall see who will be there soonest. The wolf began to run as fast as he could, taking the nearest way, and the little girl went by the longest, diverting herself in gathering nuts, running after butterflies, and making nosegays of such little flowers as she met with. The wolf was not long before he got to the old woman's house. He knocked at the door. Tap, tap. Who's there? Your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, who has brought you a custard and a little pot of butter sent to you by Mama. The good grandmother, who was in bed because she was ill, cried out, Pull the bobbin and the latch will go up. The wolf pulled the bobbin and the door opened, and he fell upon the good woman and ate her up in a moment for it was above three days that he had not touched a bit. He then shut the door and went into the grandmother's bed, expecting Little Red Riding Hood, who came some time afterward and knocked at the door. Tap, tap. Who's there? Little Red Riding Hood, hearing the big voice of the wolf, was at first afraid, but believing her grandmother had got a cold and was hoarse, answered, "'Tis your grandchild, Little Red Riding Hood, who has brought you a custard and a little pot of butter Mama sends you." The wolf cried out to her, softening his voice as much as he could. "'Pull the bobbin, and the latch will go up!' Little Red Riding Hood pulled the bobbin, and the door opened. The wolf, seeing her come in, said to her, hiding himself under the bedclothes, "'Put the custard and the little pot of butter upon the stool.' and come and lie down with me. Little Red Riding Hood undressed herself and went into bed, where being greatly amazed to see how her grandmother looked in her nightclothes, she said to her, Grandmama, what great arms you've got. That is the better to hug thee, my dear. Grandmama, what great legs you've got. The better to run, my child. Grandmama, what great ears you've got. The better to hear, my child. Grandmama, what great eyes you got. Ah, the better to see, my child. Grandmama, what great teeth you've got. To eat thee up. In saying these words, the wicked wolf fell upon Little Red Riding Hood and ate her all up. The end. Well then, junior scholars. In some versions of the story, Little Red Riding Hood's mother specifically advises her to not talk to strangers and to not stray from the path. Red promises to obey her mother, but breaks both promises when she meets the wolf and tells him what she is doing and where she is going. The consequence of not obeying her mother is tremendous. Both Red and poor grandmother are gobbled up by the wolf. Today's lesson is simple, junior scholars. Obey your parents and be cautious when talking to strangers. If you choose to disregard this advice, there are many different kinds of wolves in the world ready to eat you up. I am Sir Bradley Hassey. As always, be brave, be loyal, 
and speak the truth. Now for you parents out there, I want you to understand why we are doing this, what we are trying to achieve, and how you can help us. This is a rescue operation to preserve the classics and the wisdom within before it is lost forever. Our goal is to inspire children with a love of good reading by safeguarding and breathing new life into the greatest stories in history and empower you, the parents, with a resource you can trust to enrich your child's mind and spirit. We don't want these stories and the wisdom within to be forgotten so our children don't have to learn these lessons on their own. The most important thing you can do for us is to spread the message and tell others about these stories and what we are doing. If you want to donate, we would love that as well. My promise is that 100% of donations will go to building the impact and quality of the Junior Classics. If you have feedback and thoughts on how we can do things better, please send an email to thejuniorclassics at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.